going swell. Oh gosh, now this morning. This is a story that I hope the mic is picking up because guess who started recording? <gasps> what? It's me. <laughs> so long story short, uh, for the sake of the podcast, no one knows this, I work at the UPS store, mm-hmm. which is not the UPS, so we do take packages and they get picked up at the end of the day, but that's like more of a side hustle for us. We specialize a lot in printing and uh, cutting of stuff and putting stuff on boards. And today, I got, well, I guess it started with yes, Tuesday, actually. Is it like a franchise then? It is a franchise, yeah. Okay. So a guy comes in and he's like this artist. He usually gets like scans of his work and he gives them to us and we'll print them out and, you know, you put them on boards or he'll put them in frames and whatnot. That's sweet. Yeah, it's cool. Except for the fact that I guess he's got like his own little self-started magazine he's done. Mm-hmm. And I look back on our customer files and it looks like he's done one before. And I was told he just brought in the file and printed it, no problem. Except for this time he comes in and he's like, hey, here's all these uh, emails. I want these images on these pictures and like, go for it. So I'm stuck designing just this... I hate it. It's an awful magazine because, like, oh really? Here, I have an extra copy here with me. Sorry, you audio listeners out there who didn't come for the live performance. Uh, so this is the first time that he just gave you all the pieces and said put it together into a magazine. I'm not sure. Also, welcome on the fly. About what a minute and fifty seconds. Oh yes, welcome everyone. Welcome on the fly. So here's the rejected copy. So it's a pretty professional uh, starter page. Now he's clearly done a photo shoot. He's got some text on. Is that the guy on the cover? Yeah, that's the guy. Except for the inside. Okay, this is also decently done. He gave it Mm -hmm. to me. But after that, it's just this like page. Oh my. Microsoft Word. (laughs) And then he just gave me all these photos. And it's not even scans of the artwork. It's pictures of him with other people standing with the artwork. The artwork takes up about 25% of the photo, which takes up about 25% of the page. Exactly, and like all I did, like I just was given the photo, and like, all right, I'm just gonna put colorful like boxes around it to mm-hmm. kind of make it sort of interesting. Okay. So, just more uh-huh. photos of him with the paintings. <laughs> uh, maybe an ad, I'm not really sure what that is. Another page of just Word, Microsoft Word text with a photo of another person. Full spread, kind of fun. I kind of messed up here. But, you know, I'll get to that in a second. So just awful. I had yeah. the, the mispleasure of having to put this together. It's It has, like, the the feeling of a zine without the charm of being, like, run off on a coffee machine. Since it was, yeah, actually done, like, yeah. on an industrial printer. But that was actually... The one good thing about the job was I got to work a lot with... Uh, uh, actually putting magazines together. So Oh, cool. Like layout and stuff. So uh, the program we use is called Fiery, and which I've been told is the industry standard, so that's nice to know. Is it like InDesign? Uh, no, it's basically you import files and you can like group them up on a single page and like you choose like your paper settings and mm-hmm. it's connected to the printers we have and you like process it and send it. Oh, okay. Like you can do like several at a time. Uh, it's really cool. I'd say I'd give you a tour if we were allowed. You know, maybe well, actually uh, we of the program or the anyway. sh- of or the store of the store. 
Oh. Just a lot of fun stuff. I'd take going. a tour. A lot of fun stuff going back there. So the one good thing of this is I got a lot of practice printing these magazines because it's prints on a 12 by 18 paper and it like automatically folds them and staples them within the printer. Whoa. Through the thing. But I got like, a, the guy comes in, he's like, hey, is uh, you guys ready to print them? Like, uh, might take a while because A, I haven't learned this yet. And B, we're kind of busy as is. Oh, don't worry, I'll wait. Okay, I guess we're going to be doing nothing for the next hour except for getting this one print ready. And so this was the rejected copy. Okay. I'm curious how much this will actually use in the audio. We might skip well, some. Oh, just because people can't see? I don't know. It just We're, we're five minutes into talking about magazine <laughs> people can't see. That I just probably, imagine it, if just you will. Just imagine this. Imagine so, the worst okay magazine you can think of. He gives me this image right here. And it's not big enough to fit on the entire sheet. I can't zoom in because he's got text like on the edge. So I'm like, all right, I'll just put a white border on the edge and have it go around. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun. Sort of gives it a border. All right. he, he doesn't like it. He's like, mm, I want the whole thing to be covered in. And I'm like, I can't like just zoom in because it's going to cut out the text. To which he's like, oh, just just stretch it. I'm like, look, Stretch it. I know. I'm like, look, man, what? you're already killing my soul by making me do this job. And he's like, no, 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 stretch it. So I like just pull up the InDesign and just stretch it. He's like, there no. you go. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is an awful job. Just stretch <laughs> the photo. So, yeah, this is the rejected copy, and it's... Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Also, why was the text built into the photo? I guess he did the photo shoot, then he did it through some app to put the text on it. It's just, oh, gosh. He's an artist, but just talking to him, I was like, this guy's incompetent, and I hate it. My gosh, what a way to start an episode, am I right? Yeah. I'm going to go check on that apple cider. Okay. At my work, there's a can of um, Spray Fix that sits sort of behind me on a shelf. And every time I see it out of the corner of my eye, the first thought is, oh, sweet, a can of whipped cream. <laughs> and then I just I get really sad because it's not. All right. It's so the same. I had said this a minute ago, but I'm pretty sure the audio is bad because I was standing about 10 feet away pouring apple cider but just to reiterate again uh for us three and for you guys for the first time this is at part three of meet the stall cups we have josh stall cup here hello insert fake clapping noise which i will not put in just imagine it or real claps okay <laughs> oh. uh so josh i gotta think of a question off the top of my head to have you describe yourself okay all right uh dinosaur what's your favorite Velociraptor. All right. If you were to be uh, in the medieval times, what position would you have? Would you be a lowly peasant? Would you be a king, a knight? Where would you land on the the, the pecking order? I would be. A... Do you see yourself as a peasant? <laughs> what is it called when you're the one who makes the jokes? The, the jester. Poor jester? <laughs> I would say Jester, but I can't even think of a peasant. <laughs> Probably a peasant. All right. I'll continue to pepper questions in about how to describe yourself throughout okay. the episode. Yeah, I forgot I said that and did not ask him any more questions about how to describe himself. So don't be expecting any more of those. Um, but so we've decided, A, because we I told myself we'd do a, a year anniversary of On the Fly. What is that? You're showing me a picture. Did you stab yourself with a... Staple my finger. 
when. Wow, you read that earlier. photo much better than I did. Earlier. What did you think that was? Earlier today. I thought it, well, I did think it was a staple, but I thought it was fake. Okay. Gosh. Uh, so this now is a great time for me to plug. I'll put this, if you send this image to me. I will. I'll put it on our official uh, on-the-fly Instagram, which is unofficial on-the-fly, I'm pretty sure. Viewer advisory. It's a little... Um, it's not that stomach turning. I mean, there's no blood. There's yeah. no blood, but just the thought. Like the of, little white around the where it goes in. It's it's a very close up photo of a staple in Josh's thumb, completely Whoa. in Josh's. Winner. Winner. Yeah, I'm sorry. On the fly underscore unofficial is our Instagram handle, which we have I think two posts up, which I think is kind of funny. Soon to be three. Soon to be three. All right. So again, like I said. On the fly turned one this summer, again to no fanfare because again there's maybe four listeners total, half of which are in this room. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought, in classic on the fly fashion, we will celebrate the year anniversary about a quarter of a year later. Let's see. I think we started this in June, so now it's about to be October. Yeah. So happy one year plus how many hours? And many more to come. And many. many for some of you. Uh, but yeah, also, we decided to make this the third Meet the Stalk Up because about a month or so ago, after church, I recall you starting to pick fights, but more like mental fights of yeah. like, who would win in a fight against you at the church? Against me? Well, you decided like, to start oh, yeah. saying who would win in a fight. Sometimes that's just what you gotta do on Sunday. Is any inspiration or just boredom? Just thinking about, well, start it off actually with you and Connor, who would win. <laughs> I think that would be a good throwdown. <laughs> what do you think would come out top? I don't know. I go in between you and Connor all the time. I think <laughs> if we're playing actual, like, legal rules, I'm kind of thinking Connor because he's got height and reach on you. Yeah. I think if you can get him on the ground, though, it might be over. I think you might take him on the ground. <laughs> These well, are the conversations gonna, I was like, listening to sitting in church. Charge him and then pin him against the wall. I feel like if it's also not legal, I'd go for the hair grabbing. Because he's got some... Oh, yeah. Oh, if, it's, yeah. if it's not legal, I think you're winning. Okay. Mm. I like how you think I'm a dirty fighter. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, expect a lot more of this in the coming minutes. <laughs> So we decided the last time, which again is arguably maybe one of the worst episodes we've done so far, the first uh, Hunger Games episode. Oh, oh you didn't like it? I loved it. I, I mean, I don't know. It just, it was, this was still in its infancy. We didn't know what the frick we were doing. That's true. I mean, uh, it's not like we really do now either, but <laughs> we've, you've progressed. Long story short, it was way too long, so we've cut down the name to 12 names. I've decided no weapons this time. We're just going straight. Who would win in a fight? Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're pairing up just characters that we've chosen. From the start. And we haven't told each other which we, characters. Yes, we've each chosen four. I'm assuming oh, two yeah, guys four. and two girls. I think that was a rule yeah. I made. It is. Oh, was it? Yeah, Noah's not. Ooh. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me see. I, I came up with six characters because I was worried I might choose duplicates. And Unfortunately, so none chose, of them are girls. You've chosen six. Uh... Josh, how many uh, how many have you chosen? Well, quite a few. 
I only have, okay, I thought it's like dead. Let's see. I forgot my notebook at home, so. Oh, uh, <laughs> Josh. Just while he's looking for the number he's listed, I have three names written down because I, I mentally wrote them down, but I forgot the second guy. No, I remembered it now. I was trying to, it's funny how that works, isn't it? Like a minute ago, I was like struggling, like, who was my fifth, fourth, my fourth name? Yeah. Now I got it. Nice. So. I'm trying to think of two girl characters who are not completely overpowered and also not completely underpowered. Here's, a, here's where I stand about this. I think this is peak on the fly where we've already screwed it up before we've begun. Wow. So let's just roll with it. All right. Or you can borrow some of mine. I've total of 21 characters that I have to choose between. <laughs> you haven't even chose your top four yet, have you? No. This is my top 21. All right. Classic top 21. All right. While he is choosing which ones he's going to use, I'm going to list my four candidates. From sector one and I'm probably going to not list any more sectors after that because I've already grown old. Uh, Creed Bratton is my number one. Oh, oh interesting. No. I almost chose Creed. <laughs> Good thing you didn't. Yeah. My number two is the <laughs> Wicked Witch of the West. Hmm. My number... My third pick, my second guy, is Homer Simpson. Okay. Uh, I've never actually watched The Simpsons, but I think I got a gist of the guy. And uh, I know you guys haven't seen this, but my fourth one's Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter series. Yeah. I do know who that is, but I haven't seen it. I do, too. It's Belle from Beauty and the Beast's actor. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. you, wait, you didn't know that much? No. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you like in anything? Well, she retired now, so. It's a shame. Not to. She can't retire as an actor. She she's not that old. She's not that old, but she's retired, so. She's just done? Yeah. Just ready to retire on her millions she's made doing Harry Potter for ten or so years. They're about to reboot it, aren't they? Yeah. Are they? Pretty sure. I mean, I can believe Hollywood's doing that. I just haven't heard of that. Maybe it's a show. So maybe it's not a reboot, but it's, it's just like a... Hold up. No, I need to look this up right now. Dude, I know there's some new Harry content coming out. Some new Harry content? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking up Harry Potter reboot. Man. Uh, I wish right. I could remember the name of... How overpowered are the people allowed to be? Uh, I'd say don't make it two. Give it like a mid-range. While could... you're deciding, uh, and I'm looking this up, Noah, mm -hmm. uh, give us your... Give us four of your names. Okay. Um, let's see. I have... Well, when I was thinking about choosing Creed, I decided not to in favor of choosing Dwight. But okay. that could be too close. So maybe that one lays on the cutting room floor. All right. Um, cool. How about Tarzan? Tarzan okay. is one of them. Oh, no. Yeah. Tarzan. Yeah. And... Um, how about Bruce Lee? Okay. Bruce Lee is oh a good gosh. good fighter. Um, and I'm still trying to come up with good girl characters. I had like seven guys. Here, again, like I, I was, said, it's out the window. Just two Okay. Can two I, wait, can I give you two of my girls? Um, sure. <laughs> Josh just gave me a questioning look like that sounded very uh, <laughs> suspicious. Okay. Shank from... Okay, um, Shank yeah. from Wreck-It Ralph 2. Wreck-It Ralph 2. Interesting. And then, oh, 
the evil Miss Piggy from the second Muppet. (laughs) 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 What was her name? Swine? Oh, it's like... I feel like it was Swine. It may have been. Do you guys hear their... uh, See, Disney Plus is giving a uh, like a haunted mansion Muppet special this October. Oh, yeah. Really? I'm oh, I'm planning a watch party. I'm watching that with uh, whoever willing to watch some Muppet content. <laughs> I, I looked. At, I googled Evil Miss Piggy. Yeah, that's the and only most of the find. pictures are Miss Piggy looking at a, another Miss Piggy dressed as like Darth Sidious. <laughs> that's the only one I could find because I was trying to find the name so I could just say the. Hmm. I also had Edna mode, but I don't think that she would be much of a fighter. Yeah, I feel like see. she's more of a behind-the-scenes person. Do a uh, cast for the second one, though. You might have it. She wasn't in the second movie, though. She was in the first movie. Did you watch... Was she? Yeah. No. I, I know my Muppets. Because the second movie was the one where they had all the other... Oh, you're right. It was the first <gasps> I know my Muppets. Oh, oh no. Oh, man. Have you watched the How to Train Your Dragon series? I have seen it. Okay. All right, so to reiterate our four or our eight so far, we have... Dang it, we're... We got Creed Bratton, Wicked Witch of the West, Homer Simpson, Hermione Granger... Actually, i got to write the rest of these down. Where'd my pen go? You can see how off the rails we are. All right, so, Randy, you had Tarzan? Yes, Tarzan. What was your first girl? Shank. 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 <laughs> Who was played by Gal Gadot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Then who was your second guy? Um, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Oh, that is so overpowered. Yeah. And Bruce Evil Lee Miss Piggy. Actually, Bruce Lee could do some damage. And then Evil Miss Piggy. I think Evil Miss Piggy could take Bruce Lee. <laughs> if it comes to that. We're about to find out. All right. Josh. That would be District 4 and 5. Who are your 4? I mean 3 and 4. Okay, I'm going to do my girls first. Alright, one moment. Uh, my Ooh. first one is Paula from Hunt for the Wilder People. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Just a little plug here. For those who haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People... But what I know everyone who does listen to this podcast has seen it because I've made them watch it. <laughs> uh, banger of a film. And it's she so played, good. She plays a child welfare... Uh, Officer. I was going to say specialist, but I know that was wrong. Officer <laughs> yeah. is probably right. Well, no she's, not even, she's not even an officer. She just has like an officer no that helps bond. her up. And she's oh, yeah, just that's relentless true. in finding no a kid who ran away. <laughs> and her motto is no child left behind. You don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> So, Paula. Okay. Does it have to be someone from like a show, or can it just be like a no one chose Bruce Lee? So a made up person. Like I'm sure this is a thing, but what? Uh, What Helen Keller impersonator. Oh my gosh. Or should I choose a different one? You know what? Helen Keller impersonator. (laughs) Is that a guy or girl? Uh. It's a girl. Okay. Helen Keller was a girl, I think. Yeah, but if it's an impersonator, it could be anybody. True. You can wear the mask. I could choose Aunt Scuzzin <laughs> or the other Miss Piggy. I don't think anybody Who's knows who Aunt Scuzzin or, is. Or I could pick Ricky's mom. Tacked a bull. What? A what? A bull pig. 
<laughs> These are all characters you made up. Nobody's yeah, gonna know who that is. From the Wilder people. Ricky's we mom? never see his mom. He's adopted. Oh, Bella? <laughs> she doesn't get much of a... Oh, she does take yeah, down she, that she does, pig, she actually. Runs, she jumps at it, says, see her slaying his throat. Yeah, but she didn't last too long in that movie, yeah. so... Yeah. Helen Keller impersonator. <laughs> okay. And who are you two guys? I think... How do you say that last name? Earl Devereaux? Who is that? This, that's the cop from Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, Earl. Oh, He's okay. Cloudy cop, we'll call him. Yeah, there you go. The man played in the first movie by Mr. T. Yep. Who has the uh, reverse mohawk, which is funny. As a kid, I liked watching movies with director commentary, Uh huh. which is weird for a kid to like, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and it turns out they were talking about, yeah, Mr. T, he wanted his character to have a, a mohawk, you know, like he does in real life. But we said, no, nah, you got a reverse mohawk. So, like, the one scene where he takes his hat off, he's got, like, hair kind of low on his head, except for right down the middle. It's I never noticed that. Yeah, I guess he does. That is crazy. He's the one whose okay. chest hairs tingle when he senses danger. Here's one of my favorites until Noah uses the evil Miss Piggy. So I'm not going to do this, but I had Constantine as one of my big ones. Mm. Nice. I think I almost yeah. chose Kermit, actually. <laughs> not trying to decide in between either. I got three. Either Uncle Rico or the Rex Quando person, Rex. Okay, I feel like I really want Uncle Rico, but keep going. Or Bear Grylls. Mm, I want Uncle Rico. <laughs> Uncle Rico. Uncle, Uncle Rico it is. He, or, he actually, can throw a football over a mountain. Maybe, maybe so. Rex Quando might be the one to go with. <laughs> the old man in the sea. Only, right. only maybe Rex because he's going to have to go up against Bruce Lee. <clears throat> Alright. Rex Quando. Bow to your sensei. Rex it is. I think I actually almost put Napoleon down in my tube, but that was like before I forgot my mental list. And now it's come back to me. Rex. Alright. We are about 20 minutes into this. Here's our final, our beginning list. Oh boy. Alright, so we have Greed Bratton as number one. Wicked Witch of the West. Homer Simpson. Hermione Granger. Tarzan. Shank from Wreck-It Ralph. Wrecked Ralph for our internet. <laughs> Rex, Roxy, Ralph Rex for the internet. Got it. We got Bruce Lee. We have the evil Miss Piggy from the Muppets movie 2011. We've got the cop from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. We have Paula from the movie Hunt for the Wilder People. We have Rex Kwando and a Helen Keller impersonator. Oh, which yes. might be what a lineup. Yes. Alright. Let me. So I think we'll do the same way we did last time. Again, we have no weapons this time. But just pull up a num random number generator. Why are you standing up? I'm going to see who's up first. I have to wash my hand, my finger. All right, let me random. So I can put a new band aid on. Number generator. All right, from one to 12. It's 11. So first we have Rex Kwando. Yes! Versus number two, The Wicked Witch of the West. Oh. May the odds be ever in your favor. Alright. Let's. Does the Wicked Witch have a broom that she. You haven't seen The Wizard of Oz? No. But mm -hmm. I, know, I know the story, kind of. Alright. Are her monkeys with her in this scenario? Uh, no, she's flying solo. Okay. Yes. I was thinking about having Handy Mandy and his sentient tools, but I didn't know if that was a cheat. <laughs> Handy Mandy. Handy Mandy. 
my gosh. Uh, no, I think it's just Wicked Witch. She's got a broom so she can fly. Okay. Um, honestly, I don't know that much. Wizard of Oz, <laughs> I don't think she can conjure. I know she's green, and she has an intimidating laugh. She's pretty deceiving, isn't she? She got the girl all the way out there. Who's she the fighting what? again? The that, what's her name? From the farm. Dorothy? Dorothy, yeah. Alright, um, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Rex Kwando. Because if, mm -hmm. spoiler alert in the movie, uh, Wicked Witch kind of shrivels and dies after being dumped with uh, water. Oh. Yes. Really, you didn't know this. No. That's ah. a pretty... I didn't know how she died. That's a pretty significant weakness. I thought yeah, she lived. Uh, they, uh, no, she uh, she got corn or they cornered the bat, the good... My gosh, I'm having a stroke. Um, they, she cornered the good guys, and their first defense was like, oh, here's a bucket of water. And they splashed on her, and she uh, she disintegrated. So what I'm saying here, Rex Kwando, he's a pretty big guy. He gets a good workout. I say he's probably sweating up a storm, so he's basically making his own water. Mm -hmm. He can just drench her with that instant when she's been evaporated. And oh, probably yeah. what would happen is he would, the first time he lands a punch... The sweat's going to get on her, and she shrivels, and He's he thinks that she shrivels because of his punch. Oh, yes. And it just makes his ego that much bigger. Okay, so yeah. he's... So now he's more powerful after this okay, encounter. Okay, now he's, now he's fired up. All right, so are, are, is that our final decision? He's going to be home. Yeah, oh, I yes. think so. All right, I Quickly will... get that broom away. She's grounded and has nothing. He takes that broom and breaks it over his knee. Break the broom, walk away. <laughs> Break the broom, walk away. That's a fantastic Napoleon Dynamite reference right there. Rex beats Wicked Witch. Yes. Do you still need to go wash your finger? I mean, unless I'm up next. What do you mean, up next? It's just a discussion. I mean, I gotta really fight for my fighters. Alright. <laughs> Josh is gonna go wash his, um, the little staple pinholes in its finger. I still actually don't know how that happened, and so I'd like to like to find out later in the podcast if y'all are interested. I, w I would like it as well. Uh, but first and foremost, I've randomly generated a number again. We have 11, which is once again Rex Quando. Yes! Oh. Versus this time. Okay, this might be broken because it gave me two again. Uh-oh. So we're going to go by the same rules. We Rematch! We're, well, no, she's dead. Okay. We're going by the same rules. We're going to go up the next number, which is Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Oh, no. So Homer's... <laughs> Josh is scared. I have yet to actually drink this because I'm scared it's boiling hot. No, it's nice. It's oh, good. Oh, okay. Dive in. I might taste my um, my apple juice, also known as cider. This podcast right now. is brought to you by Publix's Apple Cider. <laughs> Indiscreetly put in the aisle... Right next to the meat section. Hmm. Makes you think. Makes you think. My gosh, this would be good with some whipped cream. It's pretty good with some air. Some air, you say? Yeah. All right. Meaning by itself. Rex Quando versus Homer Simpson. Let's. What talk. does Homer have going for him? I'd say he's Lost got food. He's got a sense of invincibility. Man's been on air for 30 years and is no sign of slowing down. Yeah. Or aging. He's got eternal or aging. youth. Or eternal. Got eternal. Middle age crisis. Eternal middle age crisis. 
something of a... He's a cartoon character, so I feel like he's a bit indestructible in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Khan, he's an idiot. Or so I've been told. And then again, so is Rex. That's a pretty big Ooh, con. Ooh. A battle of the witless, if he's, you will. <laughs> I don't know if he's an idiot in fighting, though. He did beat... Um, Rico. He did, he did beat Rico. Oh, I thought you were talking about Homer Simpson for a second. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, when no did Rex. he beat up Uncle Rico? Oh, let's see. So we've got a big muscle-bound hunk versus the donut-eating father of America, if you will. Who do you think's going into this fight with more confidence? Um, Easily, Rex. I think Homer Simpson could be going into it with some confidence. He's a pretty confident cartoon. He's a confident guy. All right, let's see. I'm trying to think how this is going on. Anyone have any more thoughts? I know, like... I mean, Rex what kinda... is pretty disciplined. Okay. And he's pretty determined to show who's boss. Him. And I think that even the idea of fighting a cartoon would get him a little bit angry because the audacity of this cartoon to threaten him. Yeah. So, I don't... I mean, I, I'm feeling like Rex might win again. I think... I think Rex might take it, but I think it would be he first gets up to Hummer pretty quick and starts throwing a few jabs and kicks, and they're just sinking in and not really affecting Hummer whatsoever yet. And so Rex is getting quickly discouraged, and then <laughs> and then takes maybe a wrong turn, tries to sweep out the leg. And in doing so, Homer falls on top of him and starts smothering him. <laughs> but I think, I think quickly Homer is tired out and rolls off for a fresh, breath of fresh air. And then Rex seizes his chance and does him in for the final. I think he chokes him final out. Final choke out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's not much of a neck there. Not much of a neck. All right. So that's. I think that's. This, this like, fight's all of a sudden like going in Homer's direction. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he tries to like cover up his mouth. I don't know. Such a, if he tries to cover up his mouth, but bite him. He's such a he's squishy a opponent. Challenge. Challenge. What is? It? Challenge. Challenging? Challenging. No, I was trying to think of a thing of words, and that's not. Think of a thing of words. Yeah, a sentence of words. It's not a real sentence. I want to also... He's really good at eating. He'd probably have pretty good jaw muscles, be able to bite pretty hard. I, I want to preface this by saying before Josh got on this rant, he's sitting on a couch, and he's kind of bobbing back and forth. He's getting ready, like he's about to go in the ring himself. And then he goes into this tyrant, if you will. I like how this is getting more discussion than Wicked Witch versus Jack <laughs> I don't, I kind of, part of me doesn't want somebody to win two fights in a row. I feel that too, but at the same time, I'm having a hard time matching. Mm, I think, I mean, I think Homer might take this one out. Well, I'm thinking after trying to fight for that long, he's going to be very dehydrated and tired and start wanting some food and start hallucinating even. Homer? Hallucinating yeah. Rex as a donut or a burger or some kind of food and that gives him renewed energy. I think he doesn't seem like he has much stamina, though. I mean, as like, much yeah, as he may want, on the air for thirty years, yeah, no got, stop got That's true. You know, he I just has no offensive capability. Yeah, I think I think that. Get, I think 
Uh, and I feel like Rex, Rex is, all, is down for the count. I feel like Rex is all muscle, but no, you know, stamina either. Yeah, yeah. like he's and a he's a he's a showboater. Yeah, you know? it's true. When it comes to actual technique, I don't know if he's got it. Um, I think Josh is convinced me to go Homer on this one. All right. Yeah, I think Homer. I'm waiting for it to get to like a tiebreaker, to where like we are at an impasse. All right, so Rex gets a kill and then gets oh. Homer kills. But I think Rex did his district proud. Oh yeah, he I did. think he I think he brought a good fight. I mean, he did get the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. yeah. My gosh, we are now thirty minutes into this. <laughs> We're two fights in. This is gonna be fun, boys. Oh, it's like good. lessening the number of com of opponents is not helping how long this is. I feel like again, it's like an exponential thing. Yeah. Like with twenty four, it takes half that, maybe more than half to get down to the twelve. Yeah. And then from there, it just it's like a half life. It keeps that's true happening itself. Yeah. Happening. Happening. I itself. like how you followed a reference to half lives, which is pretty, pretty high level thinking. To the <laughs> word happening. Thank you. All right. Oh my gosh. This is it's freaking. It's broken. I got eleven again, <laughs> which is now gonna. Well, we're going back up to Helen Keller impersonator. Uh huh. Okay, and we got five. So Helen Keller impersonator versus Tarzan. Okay. okay. I think Tarzan takes this one easy. Hold up. I need to. Say the first thing I thought when we heard Helen Keller impersonator, which it's the element of surprise. Yeah. Someone sees Helen Keller, or in this example, an impersonator, think, oh, the girl blind, girl deaf, no sweat. And Helen Keller, Turns out, Helen Keller impersonator knows this as well. They know what they're thinking. They think this is going to be easy. They play dumb. They come in, shank them. Shank oh, him. I mean, that's, that's what... While they're coming in to smother, you know, maybe put Helen Keller out of misery. It's like, it's not Helen Keller. It's someone with a ballpoint pen and the will to live. But do you think... I just, Tarzan... I don't think Tarzan knows blind, deaf, Helen Keller, anything like that. So you think I think Helen he just Keller... goes for the kill immediately. Okay. No mercy. I don't, yeah, I don't know if Tarzan... And then I think Helen Keller's caught by surprise. Helen Keller impersonator. Yeah, impersonator. <laughs> impersonator. <laughs> I, I mean, Helen Keller and her impersonator. <laughs> Plot twist. He, Helen Keller impersonator brought Helen Keller as a decoy. <laughs> oh. While Tarzan's taking her out. Helen Keller impersonator's playing the mental game, hiding in the shadows, haunting Tarzan for the person he killed. You know, just oh, mentally no. messing with him. Until he's, you know, drawn, driven to insanity. He's just got to live And jumps off the largest tree he can find. I think Tarzan could survive a jump from the lar largest tree he could find. Yeah, but what if he chose not to survive? What if the mental torment... What if he landed? I don't know if he can. That, oh, if he landed on his neck? Yeah. On a jaguar. What? Holding knives. Then he'd die. He'd I mean, die. this is a pretty far into hypothetical at this point. Alright, so it seems like you guys are leaning more towards Tarzan, huh? I, I want Tarzan to win. I we, want Helen Keller impersonator to win, but I don't think I like the Tarzan underdog as much anything. as the next guy, but <laughs> Tarzan is pretty capable. He's a pretty capable fighter. And whether even if the Helen Keller impersonator has the element of surprise, if she doesn't take him out in the first blow, she's done. He did 
fight what? He did fight. He a fought jaguar a jaguar and won. And a gorilla. And a a few men. Yeah, yeah. a few men. Seems and like he had a harder time fighting the men than he did the gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is questionable logic, but what you gonna do? All right. Uh, I think you guys might have convinced me. I really, okay. I did want Helen Keller impersonator. I wanted her to go up against a, a human. Tarzan is not Tarzan. Not Tarzan. Well, what if he, what if he takes out the real Helen Keller, and the impersonator lives to fight another day? But now he's he's crippled a little bit now because he's got other one haunting him. So. Well, I think this is Helen Keller impersonator is dead. All right. All right, Tarzan. Kills. R.I.P. Impersonator. Keller. <laughs> All right. Random number generator. Let's see if we get 11 one more time. 11 and 2. No, we got 10 this time. Ooh. Yes. Which is Paula oh. from the Child Welfare Services in the movie Hunt for Wilder People. Yes. Miss Relentless She's Herself. Versus 12, which is was Helen Keller. But is now being bumped up to Creed Bratton. Oh no! So these characters are like kind of similar. <laughs> yeah. In what I want to describe the similarities between Paula from a movie people might not have seen to Creed Bratton, the character that everyone has seen. Um, well, they're they're both very eccentric. Okay. And they both are just um, I don't know, like you. It's kind of hard to rationalize the decisions that they make. Ooh, a wild card fight. Yeah. But what are their motives? Creed? Well, let's start with Paula Paula. Creed? Paula wants no child left behind. Creed wants to scuba dive. Yeah. Creed also probably... We've seen multiple times that Creed is afraid of the law enforcement. And Paula has a friend Ooh. in law enforcement, and so and he thinks, she is law enforcement to her. But does she that make him law enforcement? Tells people she's law enforcement. But does that make him more dangerous? He's a desperate man. He knows who he's up against. Yeah, he maybe. He can't be caught. Although he's also not very smart. Like, like I was watching this video about people saying that Creed might be this Scranton strangler, but I don't think that he's smart enough to do it. No, it's Toby. Yeah, it's probably He's got crazy old man vibes, but sometimes that's what you need. He speaks Chinese. There's a reason people are scared of crazy old men. That's true. He, well, he did say, he said nobody crosses Creed Bratton, and the last person to do that's name was Creed Bratton. So he has killed a man and taken his name. You see, my favorite little bit of Creed Bratton, or one of them, because hands down, the best character in the office besides uh, Kevin. Besides Kevin, I was really oh. curious as to who you would say is. The... I, I'm a I'm a big Kevin supporter. Okay. So, but uh, is at season nine when he comes into the Halloween party and he's just like drenched in like fake blood, heavy air quotations there, and then you know one of the new guys like cool costume Creed, I didn't realize everyone dressed up or something like that, and then it cuts to him in like his uh talking head and just be like, that is really convenient timing, <laughs> <laughs> just as he did not actually plan a Halloween costume and he actually was just covered in blood. So yeah. my favorite Creed moment was probably when he's Michael's trying to get Toby fired, so he puts the what is it like the lettuce and stuff in his drawer, mm -hmm. and then like people come in and they're like drug search, and Creed looks up and he's, oh. he's just terrified. 
Yeah. He's standing there with the, um, he's doing the surrender cobra with his hands on his head. (laughs) And then he's in the little room. He's like, let's just talk for a while until these people leave. Yeah. So we know he's a man with nothing to lose, but does he stand a chance against... Did I? I'm ex- oh, shoot, I made a mistake. I'm looking at my list. I crossed out Homer. Homer didn't die. Homer's still alive. Okay. Long. What? I, I crossed out Homer's oh, name. Oh, yeah. But I didn't mean to. Uh-uh. Uh, so, sidetracked there. But yeah, Creed's got nothing to lose. Paula, she's an upholder of the law. But how far will she go to protect that law? You know? Pretty far. The policeman had to drag her away from the scene of the... It's over, Paula. Well, not crime. When they found... The guy. Mm-hmm. She was, like, pursuing him. The um, the dad. What was his name? Uh, Uncle. Uncle Heck. Uncle Heck. I don't know. Yeah. She's kind of like Terminator. Yeah. In her Maybe. own words. Yeah. So we have an unstoppable force versus an unstoppable force. Oh, boy. Is this the first draw? No. Well, here's the thing. We all have to choose one. And there's three of us. So, oh, so it's impossible rules. to do a draw. It's impossible to draw. We just have to make a choice. Um, Man. And But Trent can join in. He's my roommate who just stepped out of his room. Hello. Hello, Trent. We're Hello, talking Trent. who would win between a fight. Creed Bratton or Paula from Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. What's your take on this? I mean, like, Creed's a murderer. That he is. I think that's. I think that should be enough. And no? As in what? Huh? You said that should be a no? I said enough. that should be enough. Enough. Well, yeah. I might he have to listen, listen, He never listens song. to me when I talk to him. <laughs> I'm just thinking about those thighs. He just says whatever he, just says whatever he thinks would be a, the best response. <laughs> I actually just didn't hear what you said originally. I'm sorry. Uh, but long story short, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm Team Creed. Yeah, yeah, I might have to go Creed too. Right. So I just want Paul to be Not alive. the draw we were expecting. In fact, it was unanimous. Yeah, I feel bad for you because I know you want your kid to survive, that you've lost already three of your four. No! <laughs> oh, no. Who's my last character? Cloudy Top. Oh, yeah. Oh, I still in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Creed. I'd just like to take a second to say I'm really enjoying this cider. It's good cider. It's very it's good. I don't have cider very often. When I do, it's like the one that's the best part of fall. It's not the clothes. Although the clothes is pretty good. Yeah. It's not all the white girls getting their pumpkin spice lattes. It's the apple cider. Amen. White privilege. I have to try to... <laughs> say white privilege. <laughs> uh, I tried to get like some cinnamon sticks to put in there just to spice it up a little Ooh, bit. Along with sticks. the whipped cream. But yeah. it just didn't pan out. Are those the only just pieces of bark that we eat on purpose? I mean, some people eat paper. Yeah, that's true. Oh, vanilla is made from bark too, isn't it? I didn't know that. I think it's more plant. Trent, what's your take on this? Bark is a plant? Is vanilla a plant or a bark? I don't know much about vanilla. Not a vanilla man. Gotcha. Yeah, you're not You're not asking an expert here. I'm just looking for I just walked audience. in the room and I, I'm just trying to adapt to the situation. I'm just trying to be inclusive. Yeah, it's definitely not because I want to be a part of your podcast. <laughs> I felt left out sitting in my room, we'll, uh, working on management homework. We'll, we'll we'll try to we'll think of an episode to do at some point. I, what do you I, hate about your roommate? What do I hate about my roommate? That's save it for the episode. 
right. Just start bottling make, it make up inside. I got, I got, I've, I've had plenty of time to think about it. <laughs> and I am eagerly waiting to hear this list. Or item. Or nothing at all because I'm a great roommate and you have nothing against me. Oh, we'll see, we'll see what I say. <laughs> oh that's sweet. Alright. <laughs> oh. oh. Next number. <laughs> number four. <laughs> I wish someone in a movie would do that where someone says something like super nice and they're Aww. <laughs> 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 Alright, number four, Hermione versus number seven, Bruce Lee. <laughs> so you got Magic Girl versus Magic Does Hands. Does she have her wand? Uh, I'd say yes. Otherwise, you're just kind of a schoolgirl. Yeah. Well, then she could obviously win. Yeah, but I don't know. But can she can she say a spell faster than he can throw those hands? Yes. You sure? I don't think so. Well, how far do they start away from each other? Well, Bruce Lee, you know, I feel like he's he Bruce, feels sneaky. Yeah, he's pretty good at sneaking. So he's the one who. Is that aggressive? He's gonna be like water. If he's the aggressor, quickly unarmed. Did you say he's child. like water? Yeah. That's like that. There's a, what is it? Documentary. That's yeah. There's Called a documentary about be him. water. Be water, my friends. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Noted. Which I that think a, means that is a really good quote too. That the whole thing. It's pretty good. Really. Yeah. Does it mean be sneaky? Well, it's just good because he says it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he says it in a good way. I think also in Bruce Lee's case, I feel like the problem with these is we're always going one way with these. But uh, continuing this, I feel like, you know, I don't think she's got the will to kill. You know, she's just a high school girl, you know, yeah. little little nerd, book smart. Does she have the will to live, though? Because it's either bitch. kill or be killed. Okay, this is true, too. But, but, does, no, but does her will to live over exceed her will to kill? I think if Bruce Lee finds her first, he could easily unarm her, and then it would just be a Bruce Lee against a high school student. Yeah, I don't. But you know more about with. Hermione because you're the only one of us who's seen the movie and read the books. Basically, that's I've given you the best description. She's a nerd. She's like book smart. Just imagine like the kid who imagine your Noah Stalkup or your Connor Gate in graphic design classes. Who goes over the top, and I know you hate me telling the story, but I'm just going to go into this in case Josh hasn't heard this. This is first week of our first graphic design class, uh-huh. sophomore year. Oh, no. We sat next to each other because I don't think I really knew most of the people at the time. We had like 2D design together, but I knew you. Yeah. And so we sit on the, at the same table, and the first project we're given is to design... So this person came with a company called Lantern Vision. We were all told, all right, make 10 like thumbnails for a logo and brand this company. And I'm like, I struggle kind of. I'm like figuring like, all right, what am I like 10 ideas? And I've like kind of got these poorly drawn images in my notebook. Some are just like little doodles and like it's abstract or whatnot. And I'm like, all right, cool. I did it. Here are my 10 thumbnails. And I look over and Noah's already like digitized like pages after pages of like different thumbnails and different variations of them with different colors and it's like he's gone all in and i'm like well this is i chose the wrong person to sit next to <laughs> i have been accused of being an overachiever at times you gotta take a break man you and connor <laughs> but so that's basically hermione she's that kind of person uh but not as fun well 
that's ah, debatable. I'm going to get a lot of people. Not what am I talking about? No one listens to this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not. While it is definitely a winning combination in personality. Yes. It, probably not in combat. Not in combat? No, I don't think so. I don't think she's been spending her time studying fighting techniques. Okay. Is that what the movies are about? Not Maybe really. one of them, where they're like, oh, the Dark Lord is coming back. We must, we must arm ourselves to fight him. And then they kind of like practice fighting and whatnot. Like Do they have fight. British accents? It's a British movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that's another point against fighting ability. It's a British accent. Nice. It just comes with the, the feeling of politeness. A little pomp. pomp. Alright. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's got yeah. my vote. Yeah! Bruce Lee's got this one. I love Bruce Lee. Alright, Hermione. He does that right before he kills her. What? <laughs> well, then he's giving away the uh, element of surprise. Well, that's like after he's unarmed or he's about to drown her. Okay. What? Oh, man. <laughs> like, you know, that's what he says like, when he throws her. Bruce Lee's not a monster. No, he's throwing her in the water after he killed her, actually. Oh, okay. As her water he's honoring her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Number 11 again. <laughs> Your Which phone loves 11. Goes, well, it's not even my phone, it's Google. I've Google search random number generator, and it's between 1 and 12. So that goes back up to Creed Bratton. Okay, once Creed. More. Back for so more. Creed Bratton versus number four, which was Hermione, and now Tarzan. So Creed Bratton. Oh! oh, oh, oh. Creed Bratton versus Tarzan. Oh, animal man. Against animal. <laughs> animal against animal. Very nice. All right, so... Tarzan is definitely faster than Where Creed. Are they fighting and them? probably stronger. And more mobile. Where are they going to fight them? Is it city? Or is it urban jungle? Air. Or is it... Urban air? <laughs> urban air, the local trampoline park. Oh, man. <laughs> this Creed might be done. <laughs> I think okay, that's the deciding factor for you. <laughs> trampoline park. Because that's Tarzan's thing, is mobility and agility. And... If he is in an in a area where he can do all these jumps and swinging around, I don't know because in the Tarzan movie, when he gets onto the boat and he's out of his element, he's quickly taken by all those hunters and boatmen. Boatmen. So I feel like that's true. He, he was, <laughs> not not sailors. He was kind of boatmen. They were definitely not sailors. <laughs> Just saying. But I feel like if that threw him for a trip as hard as it did. I feel like being on a trampoline for his first time okay. and feeling that sensation, he would be he would be lost in the moment for a good 15, 20 minutes, I think. That is Trying a good point. Trying to get used to that. I think that gives Creed maybe a little bit of an advantage, but I still think, I still think Tarzan would win. Why do I feel I like Creed knows his way around a trampoline park that, really that's what well? I, was about to say. I think he has some like, secret passageways or something. <laughs> in a trampoline park? The shady trampoline park. <laughs> shady trampoline park. What do you think, Kenny? So we're. I don't know if I want to weigh in. I feel like you guys have a good debate going on yourselves. I think when as it, soon as Creed touches them, Tarzan's all over his face and his arms and his neck, and he's done. Describe <laughs> every part of him that he's all over. 
Yeah. I mean, he can all every single limb on his body is basically an arm, so he can choke you out with anything. Tarzan? Oh, oh yeah. Just with how how well he can use like his legs. Yeah, he fights animals. He's used to this. Yeah. I think it it wouldn't be too different from Tarzan fighting a jaguar. I mean, he can He'd grab onto top. Creed with his toenails. Is that your ringtone? Yeah. Okay, I was just curious what that sound was. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I think I think Tarzan is a formidable force. Yeah, gotta be honest, I didn't I didn't see Tarzan going this far when I listed him as one of my characters. Yeah, you got Tarzan you and Bruce Lee, the, the muscle bound man. I was expecting more people with like superpowers who are gonna be able to take him out from a distance. <sighs> but I'm glad Tarzan is awesome. All right. One time when I was a um, a younger lad. And I was really into Tarzan. I took an old T-shirt and a staple gun—not a staple gun, staple but a stapler—and made myself one of those little loincloths that, that he has. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Wore it around the house. It was a good time. How old? Um, <laughs> old pretty enough. young. Old enough. But you were alive, so. Yeah. What? So that's like at least at least four. What? Eight? Seven? Oh uh, yeah, it's probably seven or eight. That's great. That's around the same time that we went in the backyard with Judah during mudstorm or not mudstorms, <laughs> like thunderstorms. The old mudstorms. After thunderstorms, and we cover ourselves with mud because he does it in Tarzan to look like a monkey. <laughs> we were very impressionable kids. A regular Tarzan, you know, infatuation. Yep. That's he was so cool. Fantastic. He always has been. All right. We're down to one, two, three, four, five, six. Just so we're halfway now. Okay. We have Homer, Tarzan, Shank from Wreck It Ralph, Bruce Lee, Evil Miss Piggy, oh. and the cop from Cloud of the Chance Meatballs. Three of these oh. have not seen a fight yet. Well, one of about to because we just pulled up nine, which is the cop from Cloud of the Chance Meatballs. Oh. Versus number 12, which now goes up to Homer. So it's, oh, it's Earl's got Okay, this so it's an animated versus an animated fight. So we've never seen level playing field. Level playing field. So it's no longer a matter of reality versus fiction. Also, oh, Earl versus... has his own spider sense. Yeah, yeah his chest would be an advantage. Okay, and he's also much more fit. Obviously, I he's, say... a, he's a gym teacher. Or used to be. Yeah, I just say this that teacher. I've been thinking about the last few minutes when an Earl to get chosen. <laughs> he lives on like a full island there's a lot of people I mean maybe not a lot a good amount of people though that live on that island and whatnot. and there is little to no crime that he would that he is as harsh as he is on jaywalkers yeah and on tomfoolery so he cleaned up that town pretty good He's got to have some kind of something that he's doing. Also, were there any other cops, or was he soloing he, that job? He's soloing it's the entire island. Just him and his son. Him and his, his son. son doesn't really do patrol duty. The worst person on that island is Chicken Brent. That's, I mean, that's some good... That's played by Andy Samberg, which I didn't realize until recently. Really? Wait, really? That I didn't realize it, or that it's Andy Samberg? That it's Andy Samberg. Yeah, it's Andy Samberg. Okay. Huh. So, a little bit of fun fact for you there. You good there? Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. He's got a lot going for him. I think he him. takes it quick. I think 
Homer's just about done after his last fight, too. Okay. So I he's still catching breath. Crawling around, looking for food, still tired, and Earl's able to just destroy him. Admittedly, I can't think of much of a, an argument for Homer myself, so. Yeah. I think the Earl. Keeping the, these streets clean. There we go. That's all I'm talking about. I just realized it's the same notebook, so I went one more yes. page over that we did the Cars 2 uh, commentary on, which I think is kind of funny. Oh, nice. It's the on the fly notebook. Alright. Let's see. Alright, so Homer's dead. I already crossed his name out. Cop. Beats Homer. Actually, it's Earl. Earl. Flit like wood! Alright. My purpose is my so now the two that have not gone yet are Shank and Evil Miss Piggy. Oh, yes. Alright, 11, which goes back up to Tarzan. Another 11. Yes, please, Shank. 5, which is also Tarzan. What? So, so, <laughs> so next one up from Tarzan is, is Shank. Yes! So Shank versus Tarzan. Oh, wow. This is good. So, Shank, give me a reminder here. I've seen Wreck-It Ralph, the sequel, okay, so once. Okay, so Shank is the main character of a game called Slaughter Race. Hi. Pretty good thing. And she is, um, she's pretty cruel. There's a, a part in the movie when these characters are saying, like, don't you think we should take it easy on these other characters? And she's like, no, they knew what they're getting into. We can't show them any mercy. Mm-hmm. And so, she's... Pretty hardcore. She's yeah. also really good at driving and racing, but we haven't really seen her do any hand-to-hand combat. In um, the kids' movie, right? She mostly just lets her lackeys do it. Like there's a guy with a flamethrower, and he takes people out in it. So I don't From really what know. I have seen. I feel like she's not one of those people that can like just boss people around and get away with doing nothing. I feel like she can get her hands a little dirty. Yeah, and she is like. She has a soft side, obviously. Like, she's a good guy in the movie, but mm-hmm. she is capable of doing she's some damage. She's so powerful that in the whole game, people say thank you instead of thank you. Oh. <laughs> Which seems like because the opposite of thank you, but okay. Shank you. Uh, so she's got to have some kind of shank. So we have the, uh, the urban aficionado versus the, the king of the jungle. Yeah. Fighting in the desert. So it's a it's a fight between a uh, modern versus tradition, if you if you will. Okay. Mm, mm. So let's see. Traditionally, now you got your your beefy guy, you know he's probably well versed in combat. We which yeah. we know because there's no denying the fact fights. that he is muscle bound and capable. Versus most likely someone probably brought up on the streets. She probably knows how to protect herself. You know, probably taking a self-defense class or two before she became, you know, a real a British. Uh, yes. Anyway, you good there? Yes. Okay. I didn't, to be honest, I did not understand what you just said. Probably for the best. Uh, oh, now I understand. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't I, know. What are they fighting? I want to say a Walmart parking lot. I feel like that's I feel like that's pretty common ground. Walmart parking lot is Shank's home turf. It's the it's the streets, but you know it's kind of a jungle out there in a sense. Yeah. I think Shank. I don't. If Shank can find a car, she could run him over. I think if Shank carries a Shank, which I'm sure she does, she might have it. Yeah. 
They you don't face people with her, shanks in the jungle. And then she kind of lets. I think. Okay. I think she's nimble enough. I okay, I think Shank enough. knows her way around the parking lot to where she can get. She kind of won't get snuck up on, and so Tarzan doesn't really have a jump on her. So, they're kind of face to face across the parking lot, and then Western showdown Shank, style. Shank's thinking this this savage man is never going to be able to outwit savage me man. with his. Jungle with his brain. thick thighs. <laughs> his jungle then, brain. His thick thighs. And then when she's seeing how muscular he is, he kind of attacks her. And so she's rolling around, finally throws him off a little bit, and then thinks, wait a minute, I'm not going to be able to beat him hand-to-hand like this. I'm going to have to trick him somehow. And then, so she kind of tricks him into jumping on her again. And when, right as he does that, she pulls out two shanks. And she just starts shanking him to pieces. <laughs> shanking him to pieces. Man. And then I think he's done. All the while saying, shank you, Tarzan. Shank <laughs> you. I think, just to and narrow then, down that argument, I'm kind of the same mindset. Where they're both nimble. Where he's got a little more muscle, but I feel like she's got, like, you know, some modern weapons on her yeah. side. that she She's can, streetwise. 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 So I'd say shank is my... Uh, yeah, right. And I think right before she kills him, Oh, so um, you're 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 on the shank train. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what you're saying, right? Think, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think she has Tarzan almost dead, and she goes, "Do you want me to put me out of, put you out of your misery?" And he says, "Yes." And then he goes, "Yes, thank you." And she goes, "No, shank you." And then she kills him. Thank you for that visual, Josh. Man. Uh, oh, no, no, I no, no, no. That's you. how. Slaughter Race became an R-rated game. No, I know your opinion doesn't matter here because it's already decided, but what do you say? What's your opinion here? What's your I mean, that situation sounds like it could definitely happen. And I think Shank might might take this one. As much as I hate to admit it, and as much as Tarzan is... Mr. Loincloth over here. Yeah, let's just say Tarzan is still better than Shank, but... Tarzan... I just wish he had a warrior's death, you know? That's I don't like him getting snuck up on and tricked. He was duped by this girl. Again, hold up. This is a hypothetical situation. I think that it comes down hand-to-hand. He's fought well. She's fought well. She just has modern technology on her side. Yeah. And she's just slightly more nimble because she's not as much of a massive hulking body as he is. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Shane kills Tarzan. Oof. Come on! No! No! Alright, let's see. Ah. Down to the final four. Shang, Ah. Bruce Lee, Evil Miss Piggy, and Earl. Yes! Evil Miss Piggy still yet to actually kiss. I'm guessing Earl's gonna fight. um, Number 10, which again... Bruce Lee and Earl. Here, I need to show well, you guys. Hold on, you can probably narrow down your randomizer to these. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, let's do one, two, three, four, because at this point, it's just there's a cluster up. So every time it's like one that's already been chosen, it just goes back up to Shank. Okay. So Shank is now one. Bruce Lee's now two. Even Miss Piggy's three. Earl is four. We are an hour into this. My gosh. Already. Wow. Actually, it's over an hour. Oh, it's, wow. Okay, it's been an hour and six minutes. So. You know what? 
gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do. Gotta fight if you gotta. What you gotta do. Yeah, fought. Alright, minimum is now four. Alright. And they say, fight, you got fought. Number two is Bruce Lee versus number three, Evil Miss Peggy. Oh, yes! Oh! I am just gonna go out the gate here and say, I'm kind of. I'm Team Miss Peggy over here. Really? I feel like, first of all, original fight for Miss Peggy, she's a fighter. You know, she gives her. You know, she knows a little bit of karate. And I've never seen her lose a fight. She did have the nunchucks, didn't she? At some point, probably. I mean, evil Miss Piggy did. She can she? deliver a solid pork chop. It might exactly. Be, it might be nunchucks against nunchucks. So this is that's again that's Ooh. original flavor Miss Piggy. That's that's you know, buying Prada, you know, yeah, you know, flirting with a frog, Miss Piggy. But take out all the good out of Miss Piggy. Well, and you've it, got hard, it's the evil Miss. You've got hardcore biker Miss Piggy. So it's probably all those yeah. aggressive bits, you know, but just amplified. Yeah. Wow. Probably smokes too, and she can use that as a, a weapon, you know. Blow smoke oh, yeah. I got space. smoke into Bruce Lee's face. I got a picture. I will right say one of the first things I imagined with this m- matchup is Bruce Lee throwing a punch and Miss Piggy Catching stabbing it. his fist with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's the first thing I thought of. But I like it. Though. I think that could happen. <laughs> Either that, or Miss Evil Miss Piggy just has a lot of broken glass on her that she can use to cut <laughs> them up. Honestly, I can totally see that from the five minutes of screen time she yeah. probably got. Even if that in the Muppets from twenty thousand eleven. Okay, so yes, you only just sent me that picture because you just pulled up a picture of Evil Miss Piggy brandishing a knife. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'll need to put all these images of these people up on uh, the Instagram. Once again, on the fly, underscore, unofficial. Just really pushing that, uh, pushing that brand. That's Peppa Pig. Wait a minute. Another actor's life ruined by drugs and alcohol. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Back, well, back to business. I'm I'm really leaning towards Miss Piggy. Evil Miss Piggy. Yeah, Bruce Lee's a fighter. Knife to the fist. Yeah. But Miss Piggy's a survivor. As wise as Bruce Lee is, I think he might underestimate this puppet. Yeah, he should have said. Another thing, underestimation. You know. Yeah. And once you beat the puppet, you gotta be the guy controlling the puppet, which might be a little easier because it's not Miss Piggy. But that's true. Yeah. Um, I think Evil Miss Piggy's got my vote here. Yeah, I I'll go with that. Josh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Hate to see him go, but evil Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah, I think he, she learned some things. Watched maybe him fight that girl. She's been sitting and waiting this whole time. Yeah. Getting ready and watching their every move. Calculating. Now she's gotta go against Earl. So yeah, it's now Earl, her, and Shank. Oh no. Please, Earl. Please. All right. If Earl goes up against Shank, you know that fire is gonna just start raging in his right. heart against those criminals. So it's Shank versus Evil Miss Piggy. Okay. Yes. Oh. All right. Two Disney powerhouses, if you will. Two street fighters. Two. <laughs> this would be a good fight. <laughs> and there, I think there would be a lot of blood. And I think there on be a both lot of- sides. A lot of shanking, too. A lot of shanking <laughs> on, on both ends. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. If you, if you shank shank, 
she bleeds blood. Shank Evil Miss Piggy, she bleeds cotton. That's true. You know, one's uh, one's a little more pertinent than the other. Yeah, and it's blood. It is blood. That's right. If we're gonna accept that Miss Piggy only bleeds cotton, that means she's invincible, though. No, it's this is true. You gotta burn her. I mean, well, I guess Ooh, you could shred her you or burn her. No, he's got a point. Get a burner. Ooh. I feel like Shank's not one to shy away from a Molotov cocktail. That's true. No, That's true. definitely not. You know Shank's got some pyrotechnics. I just want to think, how does it go down? Where, where's the setting? Local water park. Local water park. Okay. But it's abandoned. Okay, yes. Is there, there water in this water park? It's abandoned. And it's okay. raining acid. What? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now I can imagine it. Okay, now that you can, now that you see it in your head, please give us a glimpse into what's going on. I think Evil Miss Piggy. I think she's walking down the street. And it's raining acid, and she's got a little umbrella. And Maybe some lightning she, silhouettes. Yeah, some lightning starts striking, and she hears someone cackling inside the water park. So she walks inside. <laughs> Always and drawn to a good cackle. Lightning strikes again, <laughs> and she sees a figure at the top of the tallest water slide. And she looks up there, and then it strikes again, and she sees that it's Shank. And then she and Shank are exchanging some taunting words, and then. At the next lightning strike, Shank starts running down the slide as fast as she can. I need, I need to stop right here. I just need to clarify that Evil Miss Piggy 100% won the verbal, the verbal back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. She insulted her so bad that Shank starts sprinting down the, uh, the tallest slide, and Miss Piggy throws away the top of her umbrella, revealing an umbrella sword, and starts running up the slide. And then... Or shuffling up the slide, as Muppets do. Yeah, shuffling up the slide. <laughs> and then exactly. They meet right in the middle, right as lightning strikes once more times. And Shank does a quick slide underneath Miss Piggy. Right as Miss Piggy thrusts her sword down, cutting off half of uh, Shank's hair. So now she's bald on one half of her head. <laughs> and when doing so... Shane grabs on cultures. to um, Miss Piggy's coat and rips off her coat. And is now Miss Piggy is starting to melt away from all the acid rain. But Ms. How Piggy, is Shank not burning Ms. away? Yeah, I, I don't want... Ms. The she's acid rain is gone. She's still got a coat on. Oh, okay. <laughs> now Miss Piggy I'm is... Gonna, I'm going to dispute the acid rain thing. It's just raining. Fine. Still, normal rain, and Miss Piggy's getting really wet and angry. Soggy felt is not as mobile. Yeah, and now she's furious, and thrusts, jumps off of the slide, right at the right point to catch Shank right as she gets to the end of the slide, and when she does that, she stabs Shank through the leg to the slide, and oh. now she's stuck. And, and in then, a lot of pain. And then. <laughs> Miss Kenny Piggy, is collapsing with his silent laughter. Miss Piggy man. runs away and then goes to the very top of the slide and yells one more insulting thing to Shank 
before she turns on the blast setting on the slide. No! Now, a tsunami of rainwater and old theme park sewage water is rushing down towards Shank. And Miss Piggy takes off her hat and starts riding down the wave like a surfboard to see Shank's demise. <laughs> when she is astonishingly surprised to find no more Shank at the bottom of the slide, but instead, Shank had climbed on the underside of the um, the slide and cut off the end of the slide so Miss Piggy falls all the way down half of a mile into the sewage and rainwater. So this, now this abandoned uh, water park's right next to a sewage treatment plant? Oh, no, it's just all the old water so gross. Okay. Because it hasn't been used And in it's a while. at a half mile incline? Yeah. <laughs> that, no, well, the slide was three miles long. Oh. But it only takes five minutes to get all the way down because of how fast it is. Interesting. Wow. That's how much water they used. Okay. And then no wonder why I bit Shank jumps yeah. off of and is coming down towards Miss Piggy. And Miss Piggy starts throwing glass off of her body towards Shank. And Shank's <laughs> having to dodge it. And then finally thrusts all the way through Miss Piggy. And drowns her in the water. So I think Miss Piggy loses. Evil Miss Piggy loses, and Shank takes the win. Takes the win with a severely wounded leg. Yeah, and now she got cut through her entire leg, and she can't walk on her right leg. I mean, that's why. No, what's your take on this? I can't argue with that. I was gonna it's say too epic. About halfway through, I'm like, no matter what Josh says. This is canon. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the fight. I'm not going to dispute it. That was definitely, that definitely lived up to the epicness of the fight that I was imagining. <laughs> oh, yes. Now Earl and Shank. Thank you, Josh. Do you just want to finish this up? <laughs> no, I choose a location for this. Earl and Shank. Versus fighting. The, the keeper of the law versus the, uh, the rebel of the law. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. So, something that has not happened... And a long time happens. And what's the that last two contestants break out of the the um, arena of the arena, <gasps> but decide to continue fighting in the city. <gasps> oh, so where was the arena, anyways? Uh, well, it's in the middle of the main city, right? But then they have a bunch of environments inside of it, mm -hmm. and so now they're out in this sort of dystopian um, city. Full of, I don't think they had flying cars in, in the Hunger Games, did they? Uh, they, they had spaceships and stuff, yeah. Yeah, they kind of had something. Okay, like so that. yeah, it's sort of um, Blade Runner-esque. Okay. Have you ever I seen Blade Runner? I haven't seen Blade No, but I've seen stuff from it. Okay. <laughs> I'm familiar with the aesthetic. I was um, very curious for a second, because it didn't seem like something you've seen before. Nah. Um, so yeah, they're fighting um, in the streets. Mm -hmm. A place that both of them are pretty familiar with. Yeah. Both grew up on them. That's right. One just chose the law. One just chose not the law. One's keeping the streets clean. One's making them more dirty. What time era is it? Is it before... 1950s like... London. Oh, 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 yes. I didn't know they were having Hunger Games back then. It's a prequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's also more of a hypothetic Hunger Games, really. Yeah. yeah. That okay. actually helps Earl's case a lot. Yeah. Okay, let me just... Let me just tell you why. Please tell me how on the spot you said 1950s London is Earl's okay, place. Okay, because anything like 
kind of now age. Back in Clive Chance Meatballs 3, what? Earl says... There were only two. There's... Yeah, there's only two. Sorry. The latest... Do you have a whole third cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs yeah, written out in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I forgot that one. Listen, that one yet. Okay. <laughs> so in it, he's... His son, they're like tied up and they're going into the big food bar maker. Food and bar maker. They're like, Earl, why don't you just break this? And he says that yellow police tape is the one thing he can't break. And it's the one thing that can hurt him. So I'm guessing... I've completely forgotten about that. I need to I'm watch guessing that that is because of how, what a good lawman he is. Mm-hmm. That he can't do anything to He's break the law whatsoever. And that it is physically impossible for him. Thus, killing Shank without... With, when there's a time when there's no death sentence... Okay. Would be completely out of... Like, he could not do that, I don't think. So I think that... Although he, he's already killed someone else. Who did he kill? Who did he kill? Yeah, but he was he outside of his jurisdiction when he was in... It's no rules inside of the arena, but once you get out in the yeah. city... Then he's got... Go by laws. The okay. law is kill inside the arena. The law is kill. No so now it's it's still you can kill, which is good. Okay. What do you say? Future? Uh, 1950s London. Okay. Um, no yellow police tape invented at this point. No yellow Actually, probably everything in the 1950s, still, maybe. Everything is still black it and been, white. It would have been plastic, though. That's it true. It would have been like maybe a cloth. Yeah. yeah. Everything's still black and white, then, so it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> so yellow doesn't exist yeah. yet. Okay. I haven't come up with that one yet. I think Shank is just hobbling around, kind of, looking for something she can use as a crutch to help her gain some speed. As Earl just speeds away down the street. And what is With, on his feet or in the Oh, carriage? just on his feet. He's so fast. He he zips away out of sight and Shank looks around, finds finds a little light pole, breaks it off with like one of her little chisel things. She you know, you used to break out of prison. A before. shank? No, like no, the, the little, little files. Grinding things, yeah. Okay. And so now she's got a weapon slash crutch, like a cane. Okay. And now she's going around, looking around for people. Every now and then she just knocks out somebody. And when when Earl sees that, because she's looking for Earl. She thinks he's in disguise. Really, he's on one of the rooftops. You watching. mean the guy who's built like a Dorito? Yeah. <laughs> right now he's looking down on them from the rooftop. And when he sees her do something like that, the fire is kindled in his heart, and he jumps down from the rooftop and rushes Shank. But right as he tackles Shank, she pulls out a little bitty knife. A little bitty? A Shank. And she stabs him in the leg. And right as he's about to cry one tear, she says, ha ha ha, you're weak. And then he goes, and sucks it back in, and then... By sheer willpower, he heals his leg <laughs> and puts her in an ultimate police hold onto the ground. But Shank has been in many police holds just like this one. And he quickly slips away and slaps him across the face. He's unfazed. Disrespected. And then he stares her in the eyes and says, 
you hooligan, and then they start attacking, and it's just like one of those balls of dust, and there's like fists and knives and everything coming out, and then when they finally separate or pushed in opposite directions, Shank is missing one leg that <laughs> has already been injured, is now gone, and she's only got one hand left. Earl, on the other hand, has all, has, the his, other hand. has all of his chest hair cut off. No! Yeah, his greatest power. And he lost one of both of his feet and one of his eyes. Where are these body parts going? And they're all in the middle. And then they both have the same thought. The body can, parts have combined and created a third component. They can use the body parts and build a weapon. What? And so they both run towards the body, but because how fast Earl is, even with only no feet and just legs. Oh yeah, he's got like all the way down to his feet. And okay. just his feet are gone. He runs as fast as he can, which is really fast, and zips away with all the body parts, then is immediately back with a giant mech he's built with the body parts. Of what? An arm, an eye, and yeah. feet? Yeah, now I've got three eyes, and he's got... Hold up, didn't his eye get cut out? Yeah. He put it back. He put it back in, and, and he put it back in a different spot. <laughs> and because he got all this chest hair back, he's able to grow back his other eye. Oh, so okay. now he's got three. And now he's got really long legs and a really strong arm because he made the other arm that was in there, he built it into his same arm. And now he's reached his peak power fullness, his peak what is it like? Form. Yeah. And Shank is still left in pieces and is quickly losing the will to live. And she remembers she's got still one weapon left. Her flamethrower is still in her backpack. And so she pulls it out and tries to flame him, but his chest hair repels the fire. <laughs> and then he trounces onto her. And then trounces. It's been a long time since I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and then with his super mega arm, he just punches her to death. And Earl wins. You think? This, uh, this was a bit far out there for me. I think you had me until they lost body parts <laughs> and then made a mech. I don't hey, think... I'm not done, Kenny. No, it's... <laughs> not... We're already then, going. We, we've already lost a set of body parts. Earl but... gets so sad that he had to kill somebody, that he dies of sadness. And so, no one wins? We can't have that. Wait. There's still somebody who's still alive. Is it Alan Keller impersonator? It's Miss Piggy. <laughs> Evil Miss Piggy <laughs> cannot drown from <laughs> water because she doesn't have a mouth hole. She's just got the little like, the opening and closing hand thing. And she crawls out and finishes, and she crawls up to um, Earl and then closes his eyes and stands the victor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll take the story, but once they fight, they maybe. She maybe stabs him, but he's got, you know, maybe her hands are on her throat. And they die in each other's arms. Okay. And then the figure good. comes yeah, up. Yeah, let's do that. Because you definitely lost me at the whole, like, <laughs> Either imagine. that or... I got lost in Or 
I, I bet you did. But I'm Earl. I'm Maybe Earl, Earl took out. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Earl took out Shank, and then as she fell, he saw behind her the look of terror on his beautiful angel son's cow's eyes. Oh, and just to live with it. this monstrosity that his his dad has committed. Yeah, but he, he wouldn't leave, leave with his child fatherless. That's true. He would rather Maybe he leaves. Shame. Maybe he he says, I'm out, I give up. Even oh wait, I thought you meant just as a dad he leaves. <laughs> no. no. I'm out. Plot twist. <laughs> I think they kill one another. Yeah. yeah. Or he handcuffs her, she stabs him, he dies, he's handcuffed, Miss Piggy comes back and finishes the job. Oh yeah, out of vengeance. Out of vengeance. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Okay. And in a strange twist of fate, Miss Piggy, evil Miss Piggy. Yes. The underpig. The underpig. <laughs> the underpig. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> I feel like Kyle's going to hate this, but I just think that's so funny. <laughs> just bringing back someone we decided died. Ah. Miss Piggy don't play by the rules. Evil Miss Piggy don't play by the rules, no? Oh, yes. Evil Miss Piggy. Evil Miss Piggy. My gosh, that was a uh, all right. That was something. It was riveting. Although I don't think there was a single fight that it was like undecided, and we had to like go to like a tiebreaker. Yeah, well, we I couldn't we have had a tie. Were, we were well. It was never a split decision. It was always oh, was it unanimous yes. every time? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. There might have been one dispute, but I think it was people like, no, I think he's right actually. Yeah. Well, that was an absolute pleasure. Thank right. you, Josh. Hunger for, Games round two. Thank you for a second me. annual Hunger Games. Thank you for coming on. If this uh, podcast gets dragged out for another year, I think our next Hunger Games will be uh, maybe us just describing food or just talking recipes mm-hmm. or, a, or a biannual Hunger Game where I've talked about you. I think I've talked with you about this where we just record an episode while baking something. Okay. I don't know what we bake or what are we talk about, but just uh-huh. just pushing podcasting to its limit, you know? <laughs> How far is too far in podcasting? That and doing an episode where we just whisper and talk about things that make us angry. Ooh. We, we would just lean under the microphone and then just get really heated about things that make us mad. TikTok dances. Oh my gosh, what? I hate that. Like people say, yeet. Yeet. I'm okay with people saying yeet. I think it's actually fun. <laughs> but yeah, a whole, uh, a whole episode of just uh, trying to Rust, wristle, whisk, wrangle each other's whiskers. Uh, mm. I don't have many whispers. whiskers to wrangle, but okay. You saying I do? I mean, you have more than me. Fair enough. 